Today's show is sponsored by Stamps.com. Stop wasting your time at the post office and go to Stamps.com. Click on the microphone at the top of the homepage and enter our code, Bad Christian, for a four-week trial plus free postage and a digital scale. That's Stamps.com, promo code, Bad Christian. Okay, I want to do a quick intro to this episode. This episode was initially uh, going to be a bonus episode. We started recording it as a bonus episode. We do two bonus episodes for the BC Club and Knuckle Breakers uh, each week. If you're not a part of the clubs, join now. My God, what are you kind of waiting for? You know what I mean? Uh, it's kind of silly, but I'm sitting here looking at a keychain that is a tooth, and you can open up. It's like a compartment. You can open it up, and it has a real tooth in it. Well, this morning, my son comes to my wife and I and goes, hey, look, I lost a tooth. We're like, oh, cool, you know, whatever. And then after school today, he said, he came up to me, he's like, my plan worked. I was like, what's your plan? He said, well, I told uh, the, the nurse that my tooth fell out right as I was walking into school today because I knew I would get a cool uh, tooth keychain. And so uh, my son is a liar. And that's a lot about what this uh, episode is about. Because <laughs> he got it from me. <laughs> Um, no, this episode was originally supposed to be for the, like I said, for the, uh, knuckle breakers club, but it got kind of serious because I had a serious moment this past weekend, kind of like a, I'm, I'm going to say this and I don't like the weight of it, but I think it was like God or a spiritual moment. Um, and the reason I say I don't like the weight of it is because then it seems like, oh man, God stepped in and is, is healing Toby or working on Toby. Um, I don't like that part about it, but I just had a, a moment and, I, and I'm not going to go into really deep details about it because uh, I'm, I'm just learning right now about myself and what I need to change and what I want to change. And so uh, Matt and I get into a pretty deep discussion about this and about some things that we both are recognizing about ourselves. We talk a little bit about our breakup with Joey. Uh, I'm still really affected by that, and I, I'm learning that it's okay for relationships to end, and I can't always fix everything, and that codependency of mine uh, can hurt other people and me, and it, it keeps me in situations and relationships maybe sometimes that I shouldn't, and uh, so there's kind of been a little bit of, ever since uh, the Bad Christian podcast changed so much. There's been almost like a cloud about what to do next and who am I, and and it showed me a little bit deeper uh, issues with myself, my own mental health, my own emotional health, uh, why I cling to things so strongly and and don't think highly of myself, why I let sometimes why why do I say I'm sorry so much, why do I always. Uh, you know, want to make everybody else happy first before I can be happy. There's a lot of things I'm learning about myself. And so we just kind of accidentally stumbled onto all this and uh, we thought it'd be a great main episode. So we'll, uh, we wanted to put this out there to you. If you haven't joined the BC club, um, or the knuckle breakers club, that would be really great because, uh, we, we, uh, we like you over here. Um, okay. So, uh, there's a few things that I want to talk about too. We have the knuckle breaker bash, which is going to be so fun. We just uh, lowered the ticket price. So if you were, uh, you know, it's around Christmas and we want to give a little bit of a present. So it's in Kansas City on December 10th. You can get your ticket right now at K at, for the KB Bash at, uh, oh, I don't know what the actual address is. Maybe just go to emorymusic.com. Uh, you, you would think I would know this, but uh, unfortunately I don't. Oh, wait, here, maybe I do it now. Uh, Katie sent me a really great uh, list here we call it a CTA list. She, she, that, Matt and her call this a CTA. I guess it's call to action. I just realized what CTA is. 
<laughs> I shouldn't own or run businesses. That's one of the things I'm learning about myself. So the Knucklebreaker Bash in Kansas City, Friday, December 10th. We just lowered the price. Guess who's headlining? Aaron Marsh from Copeland. He didn't get to come to Furnace Fest. We thought, man, everybody will be so awesome after Furnace Fest is over back in September. Now it's December. Let's get back together. Let's see Aaron Marsh. Let's see Aaron Sprinkle. Let's see Chris Keene from The Surrogate. He plays with us, too, and Emery. And Emery's going to be playing, too. It's going to be a really intimate show. There's only 150 tickets, so it's going to be small. So you better get yours now. You can go to, yeah, I was right. You can go to emorymusic.com to get your tickets. See, I know a little bit about running a business. Uh, also, like I said earlier, go to knuckle, knucklebreakers.co um, and you get these two extra podcast episodes and a lot more. You get access to our Emory's whole catalog and all kinds of stuff. So it's really good. Speaking of catalog, our new album, Rub Some Dirt On It, is being released on YouTube. I think it might already be out there. Yeah, uh, not yet, but it's coming out November 23rd. Um, People are saying this is Emory's biggest release since Shallow Seas. <laughs> I love that line. Like, who are these people? I want them, I want to get them saying it. So if if you record yourself saying this is Emory's biggest release since Shallow Seas, I'm gonna put it on the next podcast. So if you want to just voice record yourself on your phone and and send that in to uh, Toby Bad Christian at Gmail, I'll make sure it goes on the next uh, podcast because I want to hear I want to hear the people saying this is Emory's uh, biggest release since Shallow Seas. That'll be pretty fun. Um, and you can see the new album exclusively on the Knuckle Breakers YouTube November 23rd if you join the Knuckle Breakers. We are also doing a Songs and Stories uh, show in St. Louis. That's uh, me, Matt, and Devin, and probably Chris Keene will be playing an acoustic set. Uh, we tell stories. We take questions. We sing songs uh, in a way that you haven't seen. You know, uh, And it's, it's really fun. Uh, and uh, this is something that I really love doing around this time of year. We are selling custom songs. And so uh, that means that, well, I guess we've written, gosh, definitely over a hundred songs for folks. And, and we usually sell the most of them around Christmas time because they're great presents and it doesn't have to, it's not really a Christmas song. It's a, you send us uh, your lyrics or you send us, you know, some things about your story and you can give it as a gift or give it as a gift to yourself. If we're your favorite band, let us write a song for you. Um, you can go to emorymusic.com and look at that as well. Um, it's really fun. And uh, I was working on a custom song today. We already have several orders. Um, so yeah, and order, if you want one, get it now because we can only write so many songs before Christmas. And so we'd like to get that done. Um, in time for you to give it as a Christmas gift if you want or give it to yourself. Um, but it's really fun. And I love uh, people sharing their stories with me. The one I'm doing now is a, is a wedding and uh, for a wedding gift. And I, it's just, it really makes me feel really good to know that I'm capturing a bit of somebody's story and uh, making the moment that they share really, really special. So uh, yeah, get your custom song, go to emorymusic.com. Lastly, 10% off uh, marriagesupply.com using BC, uh, BCPOD, but that's not all. I, I I figured out, you know what? It's about to be Black Friday. I, I don't know if anybody else understands that, but it's going to be Black Friday really soon. Screw it. Let's start Black Friday right now. If you go to marriagesupply.com and buy anything that accumulates or is over 20 bucks, we'll send you a free gift as well along with it. And it's probably going to be a screaming old cock ring. And those things, that's our number one seller. And we're going to give it to you for free if you spend 20 bucks. My God, what a deal. Why wouldn't you do it? So go there right now. Or you can use the 10%. Maybe, you like, maybe you're a 10% off person. Maybe you don't care about free gifts. 
You can use the BCPOD one. Anyway, this uh, episode, I think, is a little emotional for me, and I'm a little all over the place because this is so new and fresh, so don't judge me too hard. I uh, hope that you'll resonate with it a little bit yourself because uh, there's, there's times in your lives where you come to a, uh, I'd say it in the podcast, two roads diverged. <laughs> Where your road diverges into two, I should rather I should say, and uh, you got to make a decision and choose the way you're going to go. And I think that's where I'm at right now with just my life and and where I want to be, the man I want to be, uh, the character I want to have, the um, just the the way I want to live my life. Because I'm 45 and and <laughs> speeding up, and I I want to uh, I want to know who I am and why I am and where I'm headed more than just kind of uh, letting things flow um, like they have been. Um, like I said, since uh, a lot of stuff that's happened in the last few years. So, uh, yeah. So let, we're going to get to it real quick. Now, you know, before we do, though, the season of giving is finally here. And so is the holiday rush. I just told you about Black Friday. So if you're selling anything online, you don't have to face the holiday hustle alone. Stamps.com takes all the hassle and guesswork out of a holiday shipping and saves you money. Easily compare prices and delivery dates across major carriers and get huge discounts up to 40% off USPS and 76% off UPS rates. Whether your sales come from Amazon, Etsy, Shopify, or eBay, Marriage Supply, EmoryMusic.com, Stamps.com streamlines your shipping and keeps your you on your customers' nice list. You don't want to be on that naughty naughty list with your uh, customers. You know, what I mean? now, Marriage Supply, you can be a little naughty, but nice. You know what I'm saying? For over 20 years, Stamps.com has helped over a million businesses save time and money on shipping. Stamps.com gives you exclusive discounts with USPS, UPS, and DHL. It integrates with all your sales channels, which is so nice, across top marketplaces and automatically imports shipping info for each order. Just print the label, stick it on, schedule a pickup, or drop it off. It's easy. I always just stop by the post office because it's on my way, and I drop stuff off. Deliver more smiles this holiday and start shipping and saving with Stamps.com today. There's no risk, and with our promo code BADCHRISTIAN, you get a special offer that includes a four-week trial, plus free shipping credits, and a digital shipping scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. You'll be up and running in minutes. Just go to Stamps.com, click on the microphone at the top of the homepage, and type in Bad Christian. That's Stamps.com, promo code Bad Christian. Stamps.com, easy e-commerce, shipping for less, a lot less. Start it right here. All right, well, I've been working on marriage supply all morning. What have um, you accomplished? I bought a lot of product. <laughs> Uh, I want to add. I want to add Invest. some more. Uh, yeah, I'm investing in product. I just wanted to add some more products to the site, and uh, then I need just to replenish. We've been selling pretty good, and things have been going really good. And I changed uh, thanks to Katie. She was like, "Let's. We probably should update our about us." So I changed that a little bit, and then she's asking some good questions about what does it mean? Because this was started, I would say, foundationally in Christianity in a bit, you know what I mean? Like, uh, the, like Candace and Katie Christians. Um, yeah. and correct. Do you identify your competition directly as the Christian yeah. sex toy shops? Right. But I, I want to thread the needle cause I don't want it to be Christian owned and operated or Christian vibrators or, but I Are want a Christian plumber. Now I want those people to know. I want to reach the people that have, 
potentially reconstructed their their faith or have uh, been frustrated with their Christianity and how it plays and like this is one aspect of their life that they might want to explore. You can change uh, the brand to deconstructiondildos.com. Yeah, deconstructiondd.com. <laughs> I keep saying you because I don't know why. I'm just, I feel like I'm, I own it too. I got to always say that. You do. Just, you know, um, and it is the, really is the e-commerce for the Bad Christian Podcast. So that's yeah. actually where it is for us. Um, it is, because nobody, we're not trying to get, you know, new merch drops of Bad Christian t-shirts for people to go wear to church on Sunday. Right. That moment has passed in a way. So right. this is more of the merch store of the Bad Christian Podcast, the way I think it. So I, I, I am, you know, my level of analysis is trying to align those brands. And I'm also really thinking a lot about the Bad Christian brand, too. So this is, to yeah. me, I'm happy to talk about whatever's on your mind here, but that's the space that it sits in for me is trying to get that alignment yeah. and then community alignment from there. Like, obviously, this is the stuff we're working through. Right. I've been, I noticed this when I was writing the about us, one of the things that stuck out to me that I really, I was like, what, what do I want to, you know, when you think about a business, what problem do you solve for people? Or, you know, like what, what's the thing you're offering that people need or want or desire. And, uh, I was just going through some studies recently just about marriage and, um, just like what, what are the main issues? And it always is the same thing, money, uh, the big ones are communication, sexual intimacy. So I put that in there. I was like, that communication one is really everything. It's, it is the number one cause of all problems. I think I like think it, you're things, right. Things being communicated poorly or ineffective, ineffectively. Is that it's the right word? It, you know? it certainly 100% describes all problems I have on earth. Yeah. <laughs> right. It's communication. It's, I really do not experience any other type of problem. I really right. don't. I really do not experience money problems yep. or physical problems or health problems or mental yep. problems. I don't experience any of those, but yep. I am living in a hellish nightmare of inability to communicate with everybody I know all the time. Yeah. <laughs> I, I think I am too. And I didn't know it. And I think people mostly don't recognize it or know it. They, it's really easy to go Well, that person is the communication no, is always exactly. a two way street. And, but it's so easy to go with that. Why don't they couldn't they, I do it's that? Their fault. Yeah. Cause we need good and bad people, but right. it's really ineffective information transfer. It's all right. misunderstanding. It's almost all misunderstanding. Like, and that's a really positive viewpoint, but I have a fundamentally positive viewpoint. It's like, well, if you only understood, surely we're not yeah. enemies. Like you're, you like me. I like, I think I like everybody and everybody right. can get along. I mean, it's very naive, but I really believe the naive that if you could just understand and coordinate, we could all get along. I really yeah. know that is true, and I know I'm being misunderstood every time somebody's mad at me. Right. It makes me want to die or cry or something. But sometimes reality crashes in. And I realize, like, holy shit, we can't yeah. all get along. This there's actually like like holy shit, there's that other side, and I yeah. never even understood that other side until the Joey thing. I didn't know that right. side was. I I just so I'm kind of discombobulated on that exact axis like is it just that they don't understand or yeah is it is there do i not understand how bad reality actually is that, yeah. that's my personal uh where's where i'm sitting in my deconstruction i think <laughs> yeah i think i'm i'm not going to go into this but something crazy happened to me this weekend <laughs> and you tell uh, me after the pod at least no i don't think i'm Shit. ready well, I'll just give you the the reason I don't want to talk about it is because I don't want it just to be something I say 
and then nothing comes of it. Like this has to be mm-hmm. like, the, this is probably maybe a really critical <laughs> moment of my life where something happened and kind of broke my heart this weekend. And I realized what we're talking about, this communication thing. I'm not even you and I, uh, have been right a lot. Like we're, we're right yeah. a pretty good bit. Like, I mean, we really are, but the way that we've commu- the way we can communicate can be off-putting or misunderstood or maybe even uh, appear to be arrogant or actually is arrogant. And I'm, I'm really, uh, and I think part of this is coming from the uh, knuckle breaker challenge. This time is the most time for me that it, that I just was overwhelmed by, by full holistic health. And it's been really nice. Like I have not been like, just get all this done and you, you know, check off the boxes and you'll get skinnier like that. This time I was like, I'm not, I'm just not going to do that. And from some of the steps I've been taking, I think it just led me to a heartbreaking moment with my family and uh heartbreaking, I think hopefully in a good way, but especially for me, cause I, I want to realize things like what, like, like how about something simple? I'll give you a simple example of what I'm talking about. This is, you know, this, why do I always say I'm sorry? Like, why do I go, oh, oh, excuse, man. excuse me? I'm sorry. Why yeah. do I say I don't mean it? And I know that I know that it's just a pleasantry almost or something, but I really don't mean it. like I was going through the line and people were standing uh, going down the aisle in Walmart or some store, a uh, target or something. And people were just standing out talking. I was like, excuse me. I'm, I'm sorry. Excuse me. And I was like, yeah. no, I, d- I don't have to. I'm not being mean if I just go, excuse me. Like, why am I saying I'm sorry? I'm not sorry. And, and so I'm. I'm feeling in some kind of awkwardness or uncomfortableness because I want people to like me or I yes. don't, I want to, I want to, uh, handle the situation and, and I'm in a way manipulating those people. Like, oh, what a nice guy, maybe, or something. I don't know if they're thinking, they don't give two shits about me, but you know what I'm saying? I know those, exactly li- those, those little things. And I, so I want to say like, for example, I talked to Jay, I'll give you another example. When I'm talking to Jess, I ask her questions, but it's because I don't really want to do it. I don't like what's happening. And instead of going, Hey, I don't really understand why we're doing it this way and having a real conversation. I just go, Oh, uh, are we supposed to put the clothes here or so? You know what I mean? Like I ask yeah. dumb questions uh-huh. and thinking I'm including her or being nice. And the truth is I should just say, Hey, this is the way I feel about this, yeah. whatever it might be. And then she could say, well, this is why I feel this way. And then we would get maybe get somewhere, but I'm doing the let me, I'm including you or uh, let me ask this simple. And it's not, it's not, thing. I didn't know. I just, it's yeah. all, I'm having the same, you know, I'm having all the same stuff as you. I mean, it's weird. Like I know that it's just, it's weird. I'm having all the exact same thing. I, I notice it and I get so mad when I see it in other people. I'm noticing this thing where I, the things I'm so irritated at others for are literally the things I was fucking yesterday. Yeah. Like, and I can't, like when I see Dave, like when I always saw my sister, the way she was with, the way she would have low self-esteem and hang out with losers or, you know, let herself get or codependent with this people right. or whatever. Because I always thought that is so ridiculous. Why would she do that? It's so dumb. That's right. so, so, but I do, I have the same tendencies. It, play out, it looks different for me, but it plays out similarly. And, uh, when you talk about that sorry thing, I get so mad at Dave Powell for doing that. I get yeah. so mad at him for having that point of view of his own self-esteem. And before he ever knows what's going on, he's already trying to lower himself and apologize to manage the situation instead, right. of, instead of be in the situation and engage it. And it yeah. makes me furious like <laughs> that he does that. Right. Um, but it's really just me. I do that. Like that is like I'm always embarrassed when I'm all anywhere where I am not in control of the situation. 
That's right. a secret, I guess. And that, and if I'm in public or some other situation where I'm not in control, it's almost always going badly for me. And I'm having to be, I just have to be the idiot, the sorry person. I don't know. Like, oh, right. like I walk into a room and I know I just need to be an idiot as soon as possible and everybody will feel comfortable again. Right. Like, I know that is true. And, but at that time, everybody will be looking at me. Right. And I'll be able to handle that. But they'll be right. looking at me thinking, something low of me and i'll be yeah. laughing everybody be laughing it'll be fine <laughs> and we'll keep yeah, on going no. and but why do i do that it, i don't have to do it, that it does work it works you know what i mean that's that's why like it but it's a it's a low way of treating yourself and respecting yeah. yourself and that it it projects something like i i think i project a false strength sometimes and i don't like that about myself and i just want i want i just want to have a strength and when i when i say i'm sorry i want it to mean something because then it really will mean something. Because yep. if I say it all the time, same way as love. If you just throw out the word love all the time, it doesn't mean shit. It doesn't mean, all, and, I'm, and I'm learning that more and more in our communication. I mean, if you just tell people wear masks and do all this stuff, I mean, that's why we're, we're they, there's real ways of getting people to do things that are good and, and per, show that, hey, there's real strength here that I can trust or, or real uh, information that I can listen to and take <laughs> in. I just threw that in there about that because I feel like that, like just, you know, COVID alone has shown us how much we can't even hardly talk to each other. And then, you know, and so we, we go in vastly different ways, even though I think we all agree. I mean, it took forever to convince my dad to get a vaccine and now he's very pro vaccine and it just took continuing and seeing some things. If you could communicate more clearly with things. And so now I'm seeing that even in my own life with the way that I communicate is not real good communication. And I just gotta, I have to change that and I have to change it for me. I'm not, I can't do this for Jess. I can't do it for the kids because that's, that would just be still some guy for them. And I got to do it for me. Like, like it's hilarious. I got done. I've been uh, really doing good with like walking and running. Like uh, I've just said, no matter what I started doing this thing where I'll go, okay. I started it at the beginning. I was like five times on this walk, I'm going to run from one stop time to the next stop sign. And I'm not going to guilt. I'm not going to feel any guilt if I don't do more. Mm -hmm. And in fact, if I do more fine, but that doesn't mean anything either. Like I just, I'm going to hold myself accountable to this one simple thing. So on this whole, you know, 45 minute walk, I can run five times just to get back into this. And then I did it. And of course I can do more and I feel good. And then when I got home today, I ran like double that. And awesome. it's like, man. And I just said, I love you, dude. Cause I never say that to myself. I don't ever like really go, you're, you, you have this, like, I, I forget how often I can think highly of myself. I can be, I can have a huge ego and arrogance, yeah. but like a real thoughtful Toby, man, I love you too. Like Toby loves Toby and you're doing these things for you. And I want to, this running is for you, dude. It might be hard or, you know, and so it was just, it was just kind of nice. And so I'm learning, I got to do all this for me so that it is for other people. And then I, then I can actually understand who I am, even in like my marriage or with my relationship with you and Devin and everybody, you know what I mean? Like that's that I got to know who I am so that y'all can too. Cause I believe there's a bit of, there's some kind of, I don't want to get into it more than I have, but anyway, I just, it's been really a little bit encouraging and it's going to be really hard. Yeah. That's, well, that, that's and, and that, and you think that, um, well, first of all, the, the lowering yourself automatically and the ego and arrogance that you're able to utilize, those are both utilities. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. But those are just yeah. two things that happen to work. Yeah. Like that's not, but neither one of them are necessarily, and this is super weird. If you can get to the meta level of an, an, analyzing yourself that I think we're sitting on now, neither one of them are that authentic then. Right. right? 
Right. Because they're both just right. functional methods of navigating situations. Yes. And, they, and you know they work. Yes. Like, you know both work really well. Yeah. And that's been kind of confused. That's confusing. Yes. Because I go, well, I'm not. Lo- I always think of myself as very high. I think of myself as higher ego. But then if I observe myself, I say, why do you keep lowering yourself like that? But right. I'm, I'm sure the ego, I mean, everybody else thinks I'm arrogant. I know that too. So, yeah. I mean, I feel like I can't get that. To, but there's probably something way more real that's neither. <laughs> right. But then it'd have to really be me for real, for real. Right. Not the versions of me that I know work in situations. Yeah. So Yes. That's what I'm saying. I think it's like, it's what I realized is it's the easiest path and it's worked so much that it's, re- it's pretty efficient too. And I can walk into a situation with a new person or anyone and use that path that you I've taken over high. and over again. Yeah, yeah. Either one, and and then well, and it'll just work. And so I don't. And then I don't. And then I think I Toby gets lost in all that. And then I don't really know who I am. And so then it causes issues because the people that I know closely or more intimately can see through it more and more. The same way as I can see through you know people in my oh, life that lie that? to me. You feel other people seeing through you is how you get the signal of that. I, I'm I'm starting to see it in my own. Tell life, me about yeah. that. How and who your wife or your life? I didn't hear what you said. Yeah, how yeah, do you, both. How do both. you notice that? Because that's a hilarious way to notice it. You notice other people seeing through your bullshit before you know you're doing the bullshit. Yes. <laughs> yeah, that's brilliant. Tell me. Well, about I, that. I think that you and Devin and Jess, three of the closest people in my life, know what's coming more than anybody else, and so you. Uh, approach me in certain ways that you have found work for Toby uh-huh. and also maybe, and this makes me sad, maybe even emotional in a way to protect yourself too. And uh, because my personality can be so strong and overwhelming, like a wave, like you get into the a wave uh-huh. in the ocean and it's really fucking fun. isn't it, man, you get my in that favorite. wave and you, you can ride it and Oh my gosh, it's so fun. But Sometimes it's just so overwhelming. It just smashes you. And then another one comes and it smashes you. You're like, yeah, but I was having so much fun, but I can't yeah. hardly breathe. And now I got salt in my nose and my eyes and I'm sandy. Oh my God, that sucked. Let me go take a break. I need to, I need to get away from it. And, and so my personality can be that way. It's, it's so fun, but maybe in a moment it changed and you didn't know why. Uh-huh. And, and that's just, and I, I realized that my upbringing with my mom and dad was like that. And I didn't realize how deeply it, is a part of my personality. And so like this weekend, I just had a moment where I realized that to a brain and heart crushing moment that yeah. I, I don't really, I, I feel you like I talk now, about it. You I know everybody's listening it. and I feel like, you know, I just like, I don't want to, why don't you just say dude, but I just, I just I don't, don't think feel that's I, important. I don't want to say right now because I just want it to be real. And I only brought it up because we were talking about communication. I'll just popped in my head, but I know that, like just using you three as the closest people in my life, you have a way of navigating Toby and reap. I would say all three of you would say you reap lots of benefits from me and that is that there's way more good than bad, but some of the bad can be, uh, it can catch you off guard and you've been around it so much that you know what to expect. And so you handle me a certain way and I can see it when y'all say things a certain way or do certain things or pull back or avoid certain things, you know, that I'm going to be negative or overly negative or emotional about something. And that maybe, uh, you know, I will, we've talked about this before, but I can, because of that wave, a wave is so, can be so powerful and do so many things that I actually have a pretty high powered brain 
that can create a reality that will happen. Yeah. I can make I can make things happen, which oftentimes yeah. is amazing. Yeah. But it could it could be crushing if you have your idea. Yeah, yeah. You know what well, I mean? Like if you have yeah. your idea and your what what's next and about anything, whatever it might be, and and if I can make mine happen, I can make it happen. And so then you you and even if it's good and you and it works out, it's still not communicated clearly to where you feel maybe heard or understood. Maybe it's just even understood. It doesn't even mean that I'm not That's even saying that y'all three, the way you I know what I mean? It. I'm not even saying that you're holding on tight to your idea and wish you'd have got your idea, but I want to make sure I'm, I'm spending adequate time listening and interpreting and understanding what is happening as opposed to, yeah, but what if we did this or, oh, you know what? I got an idea. I'll do this, this, and then I'll, I'll make it happen. Yeah. I just, I, I, it's crazy. I can make things happen. I know you. I know. What, I, I mean, it's that's. I mean, I know that. I'm the person yeah. that most knows that. Yeah. Now, I know that more than your wife and Devin know that. Yeah, I think that's true. I, 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 yeah, I, I, I agree. I know what you can do. I know how it works. I know right. how it works, what you do. Um, but you don't know. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> oh, how it works. So then I had right. to manage the the actual realities, but I'm not necessarily good at. But the way I experience it is like I'm trying to build a machine to go down the road or whatever it is, and it's horse powered or whatever. And you are the most powerful stallion, except for yeah. you're not, you know, broken. Yeah. You're not controllable in any way. And most of the time, you're just lazy and will just like drink water and hang out. And right. then all of a sudden, you take off running in some direction. And if it's the right direction, that's all you need. Right. If it's the wrong direction, it's like, holy shit, now what? Right. Right. <laughs> I can't even get to go in the direction I want it to go. But if it, right. when it does, but that, you know, but that doesn't mean I even know what I'm doing. I'm just saying whatever it is yeah. that I'm doing, you're either going to go nowhere, slow it down, go the wrong direction or go the right direction with right. in a way that will, and each one of those will dominate what actually happens in reality. Yeah. It will be one of those yeah. three. And I don't get to pick which of those three it'll ever be. <laughs> right. And it, it and I just, I didn't, of course, it seems like so naive and stupid to go, yeah, you know, your parent, you got, you have so much from your parents and, you know, I, I don't even want to talk about it in a way of like trauma. I want to talk about it in a way like the way my parents brought me up, I do believe is the best they could do, but they are so strong headed. And I realize now that they create an environment and a reality too. everybody does. But yeah, my right. parents created some like my dad is so strong willed that he would. I mean, if there's a tree in the yard, he could pull it out of the ground or even if he didn't have a tool, he would figure he could do it or something like that. I know it's a bad analogy. And then my mom is just high powered brain and can also create her own reality. And so I'm I'm in this mode of I'm just caught in some things that I and this is the truth. Whatever my parents did, I think they did the best they could. Of course, every every parent screws up, but I'm continuing to choose uh, what they do or have done. Choose or what I, I think I'm choosing. It doesn't I, I it know, happen automatically before choice. I know better. I, I'll give you an example. Um, Ike failed one of his math tests. And, um, I talked to him exactly the same way my dad talked to me when I did bad on math and I lost my temper and I yelled at him because he wasn't paying attention. And I mean, he, Ike was doing the wrong things, but the way that I pushed into his world was with force. I'm a six foot two loud man, mm -hmm. letting my son know how upset I am with him. Right. And I was. 
afterwards, when this kind of event happened, I just, I just realized, wait a minute, that that's such fake strength and it's, it's actually real weakness. And it's just trying to push through, Hey, pay attention and just get the grades and sit in your, you know, all the stuff my dad said. And I was like, that's just insane. I can remember my dad yelling at me about my test in when I was in fourth grade. And now here I am. And I want to take full responsibility. I'm choosing to do that because when I was the, when I was in Ike's seat, I said, I'll never do be like this. This is awful. I don't like, I don't like it. Can't my dad just understand that this is hard. And, and now I look back on it in the same way as me, like the, the math that Ike was doing, I don't totally understand I'm doing fourth grade math. I'm like, Oh shit, wait, you have to do it a certain way. You got to build a model, the model that the teacher wants you to build. You have to do so. So I have to get out of my comfort zone or my, uh, you know, selfish, my time wanting of my own time and go, I'm going to spend this time with my son to do this math and we're going to figure it. And it's just a little thing, but anyway, it just, uh, I'll, I'll talk more deeply about what is happening to me as time goes by, but I want it to be real, but I'm just saying, I'm realizing that projected strength is no strength at all. And even though I can be strong, I have to realize where I am weak and then I have to spend real time improving those things. And it's going to not be quick and it's going to look awkward and uncomfortable, even to like you, Jess and yeah. Devin and all yeah. I'm, a, I'm going to say things and have to go. That's not what I mean. Just give yeah. me a, let me, let me retrace that. I might, I might need a day or, or a week or something, but I, I gotta, mm-hmm. because I can't stop myself from saying things out loud or doing things the way I've been doing, but I can, if I see it in the moment and then go, I gotta, let me, let me pull back or something like that. That's, that's where I'm at right now. I think I'll get faster, but where I'm at right now, let me, let me just, I don't, it's, this isn't coming out the way I want it to. Let me pull back. This is in my real thoughts though. This is really what I feel, yeah. but I can say it in a way where you could understand it. But no, we, we, you, you trust us enough to absorb that and understand that and give you that space. I mean, you know that, like, yeah, I, I, that's I think what so. that's what we have. That's very special. Is yeah, I know I can say something crazy, but you can't write it down and hold me to it. Good yeah. God! But I trust you guys to not do that. Yeah, because I can, right. you know, or whatever. Um, and some people, you know, you can't. Everybody can't yeah. handle that. But we've selected and opted into the Toby world. Right. I mean, right. I'm here for it. Right. You know, I can handle. I believe that. I can yeah. handle more, to right. be honest, and in, in whatever way. But can you imagine, like? If you could just like, yeah, it's going to be ugly, hard, messy, whatever the future is and for everybody. But, but can you imagine still how much, like if your dad was able to have this meta conversation in that time and realize something about how he interacted with you about your math. Right. Do you understand the difference in that and your dad? Like that is, that's going to compound interest matter to your son. That is cycle. I mean, that is. That is, you know, but on the other side of it, when you say you're choosing to do the wrong things, I I barely can follow that logic uh, that you choose to do any of that. I I really can't. You because I think you can choose to maybe to not or to break the cycle or as you would you say pull back. You pro, if yeah. you can, if you can manage that, then maybe you can choose to not do those things. But right. otherwise, you just do those things. Well, I think that I just I'm saying when I say I choose it. I know that it is wrong. So I yeah. am choosing but to choosing stay. But choosing really the word? Like it just happens. And all you can do is notice it and try to stop it or change it. You might. I mean, maybe this is semantics. You might be right. Uh-huh. I think we're probably saying the same thing. But I'm saying I know that I've had a an extended time of doing the same things, the, the same, doing some things the same way. 
And I continue to do it because once again, it does work to an extent. I did pay attention. He yeah. did focus. He did get the answer right. Right. So it did work. So I could have walked away with problem solved. It, seriously. But what no pun that, intended. Right. Yeah, yeah, exactly. But I would I would have created other problems that one day down there, because I was thinking one of the thoughts that popped in my head even this weekend was, oh, I I mean, of course, I've thought this before, but it was really real because I was talking about my parents to Jess. And I was like, Ike's going to have this conversation with a friend or his wife or whoever he marries in the future. And um, I was like, he's going to say things about me. And I, why can't I say those things to him now? Because I know. I know what he's going to say about this math thing or the way I was hard on him about something, or maybe I was selfish with my time or something like that. And so, and I mean, and this all seems maybe even darker, it, you know, I, I think my kids, my friends, my wife, everybody loves me. And I think I, I'm a pretty good dad and I do a lot, but there's some things that are darker that are actually, I think, carry more weight than I've given them. And so a little interaction like that with math is probably has more weight than I wanted to. So in that instance, you're right. I'm not choosing it. I'm going, oh, this isn't that big of a deal. Let me just, let me, Ike's doing bad. And he's, Ike was screwing up. He really was doing the wrong things. Like he, he needs to be responsible for these things. But my show of force in a way of like, Hey, you have to pay attention. This is very important. If you don't get this right, this could happen. This could happen. You know, you want to be in fourth grade again, <laughs> you know, the immediate, all the stupid things my dad told me. And I was like, this is so stupid. And ignorant. you don't, you don't even mean any of this stuff. The truth is your son mostly does good. And this, he's, he's not doing that good. And you can be okay with that and work with this and figure it out. And I just, you know, I just, I, I want to, you're right. It is a choosing to pull back when it happens. I don't think I can stop that. Like I, I think there'll be another math test where I'm like, Ike, what do you, and I go, go, I, I well, noticing just, is the, yes. is the skill. Give me a minute to, to get this right. Cause I'm thinking I'm saying it wrong. I'm sorry. And that would be a real sorry. You know what I mean? Not just. But I, if I, I was standing watching you all day, every day, and had a zapper that could give you electric shock, you could notice every time because I go zip, right? And you go what, what? And then you can decide right then. Yeah, that that actually pretty nice. <laughs> I wouldn't mind. Like, are you sure? And if you want to yeah. still yell at him, go ahead. I won't say anything. But I'm a, right. I'm gonna zap yeah. you. And you, I mean, I think your Apple Watch will be able to. Do, uh, obviously, that's just an app. I think you're right. So the bio feedback is going to be able to do that. Like when you're yeah. in red zone or yell at my wife zone or right. act like like. It's gonna. There's biomechanics to that that are yeah. readable. Yeah. But you will be the one that has to like, and that's different than a pill to stop your anger, which they'll also probably market at some point. Oh, or yeah, already yeah, actually yeah. already do. I think a lot of antidepressants yeah. and and depression stuff kind of is all intertangled in that. But technically, keeping people from erupting with anger and rage is part of the pharmacology that we engage in as a society maybe right. anybody would agree i'm not trying to say making specific claims but the real way would be you notice change your behavior get used to it right and don't whatever it is like that's the it'll never be there'll never be a pill for it but right. a biosensor and a zap might that might really help you train right kind of stuff so i don't know and i don't know but i mean i'm you know as far as the challenge goes that's kind of what it's about is increasing your tolerance for discomfort. Does that connect all the way at the beginning? Like why, why does this, why did you start saying about the challenge and get to here? You know, I'm interested. Well, the challenge, once again, I am certain that 
body, mind, and spirit are so connected that if one is neglected, they are all really fucked up, I think. And I've been not really paying attention to my body at all uh, since, not since the last challenge. I mean, a little bit, but not really like thinking, what do I want to actually eat? And how do I want to actually feel? And what do I want to do physically? And what are, what are the things that I, how would I answer this question? What, what do I want my body to be able to do today? You know, cause some things I don't, I don't want my body to be able to jump out of an airplane or I don't want my body to be able to run a marathon. I don't really care about that, but I, you know what? Today, I wouldn't mind my body being able to run half the time that I'm outside. You know what I mean? Exercising, walking, jogging, whatever. That, that'd be really nice. I like. And then when I get there, maybe I'd want to run the whole time or something. But I don't know. But I'd like to just, I want to kind of do that. And I think um, just with some of the things from the Knuckleberry Challenge, just reflection and, th- and thinking about the, the next day and what's coming. And then also not focusing on, not, like, I just don't want to be hard on myself. Like the yo-yo dieting stuff for me it's been uh, just always happened in my life because I go, Oh, I, I lost a bunch of weight. Now here's this Toby and he's going to do this, but that's not, that's not it. That's still the same Toby, just a little less fat around his waist or something, maybe less, less of a double chin, but it's the same Toby. So that, what does that mean? And I'm just showing that off as some kind of uh, trophy. Look, look what I did. I, I ran this race and I got a smaller waist and that yeah. doesn't mean anything. The, the real guy is still in there. And he's just as whatever, making the, the same decisions and stuff. So I think with the challenge, it just helps me go, okay, I'm going to do this. You know, I, I am going to uh, do these certain things. I am going to read this book. I am going to commit to Toby. I am, And these things aren't just things to check off a list. It's like, why am I reading this book? Because it is actually helpful to me today. And man, this is really cool. Like I, I noticed, like, shit, I've, I've read way more of a book than I normally do. Just because I said I was going to read for 10, I mean, 10 minutes seems like nothing. You can't just read for 10 minutes. Of course I can. So when I, when I say, Toby, do it, then it's, I, I get this real thing where like, you know, I'm, I'm understanding more and then I'm like, oh yeah, just there, there has to be some uh, paths that I create to get to the things that I really want. And I'm, I've been so clouded in Toby. I think I've just been unhappy about certain things in my life and certain aspects about my personality. And I've just clouded them with just trying to get stuff done or keep, you know, the same way as saying, sorry, just keep things moving. And I just think that that can't last much longer. I'm 45. I'm, I'm getting older. And if I'm not more honest with me and then other people, I'll just resent them. I just, I'm just going to resent people more and more and more. And I think, I, I mean, totally honest, this, a lot of this came from Joey. Like when everything ended up ended with Joey, I learned a lot about myself and Joey does is right about a lot. Uh, 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 And so am I though. And in the moment I didn't know what was happening. I just thought I'm, I'm extremely concerned for my friend and I don't know what's going to happen from here. And then it it got a little uglier and worse. And now we don't talk at all, but in retrospect, I, I can see more that my, I have a strong personality. I have a super creative personality and it like I, I can create a reality that helped this podcast get really big. My, my personality and that my waves that crash or create fun or whatever helped do a lot of stuff. It created a really big band called Emory. It created a really big thing called Backers. Now, of course, I need you guys and I always, you know, me, I always want to work with people. I don't, I, or you, my friends. That's my greatest 
thing in the whole world. I always want to work with people, but part of that is because of my codependency you, and about, lack, you lack of accountability. Need to might be another way. Yeah, to need say to. That. No wonder and, you like it. You definitely right. need it. <laughs> and, and it's a lack of accountability. I know that if if I'm doing something with Matt or Devin, it's not all on me. And I can't yeah. if I if it fails, I don't have to take all the the pain of that. Yeah. Or I don't have to take all the fear of it or whatever. You know what I mean? Or I don't have to be in a new situation without my buddies and feel uncomfortable. That's that's a real fear I have. I, I, I mean, I never even think about it. The reason I want to work with Matt and Devin a lot is I'm really uncomfortable in other situations. I'm going to have to make friends or I'm going to have to do things on my own and not ask questions that are, uh, you know, just kind of kiss up questions or uh, kind of uh, stroking somebody else's ego. I had to say, this is what I believe and this is what, you know, and, and take the right or the wrong of that. Mm-hmm. And so it's just, I, I don't know. It, I don't know what's going to happen. And if, and if I go back to the, if, if I stay the same, I haven't even changed yet. If I stay the same, <laughs> you know what I mean? If I stay the same, I don't think my life's going to get better. I think it's going to get worse and I'm going to get probably like a lot of people's parents, but mine, I'm going to be alone and that's where I'll find safety. And, but it, it I also find a uh, pretty, I think a really unhealthy way to live. Yeah, I'll, wow. I'll, I'll, I'll be able to, I'll be able to escape all the things I don't like and control everything I want. And the truth right now is the moment where I go, that's not really what I want, but it's really hard not to do that. Yeah. Woof. That's going to mean the heat is coming then. Oh yeah. That's, that's exciting. It's scary. I love it, but it's good. But that, but what we're looking for now is to let out more heat in a controlled way at a lower, less volatility. But yes. more, more of it, right? Which means everybody else has to, you know, level up as well or stay on their toes type. So that is definitely, definitely. Good. I'm trying to, I'm trying to think of like, uh, what would it be called? Because I've, I've been like meditating. I've, I've been doing a meditation that works for me, so I don't feel guilty or feel stupid. Because like I usually just get through meditation. Mm. You know what I mean? Mm. So I've been going. I'm going to think because uh, meditation is like about. I think self growth and realizing things about yourself. So I just take and and you'll probably say, yeah, that is meditation, but I just go, I'm going to think about this thing that is, uh, might be wrong with me. And I want to see all aspects of it. So it's not cloudy because I'm my, my thoughts about me and my relationships are really cloudy because I've made them work. And so I don't really know, like I was talking to Jess, I don't want to talk about like, of course, my wife has issues too, but I don't want to talk about her issues because I've been seeing them through this lens of Toby that isn't actually accurate. It's self-protecting Toby. I, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm protecting myself or I'm trying to get my way or I know if I can do this, this, and this, it'll work out better for us as a family or whatever. I'm scared, so I'm going to do this to not be scared anymore. So I had to remove all these pieces to get it not so cloudy so I can go, oh, this is what it actually is. And this is how I really feel. Mm-hmm. I mean, and, and that, I mean, I'll be honest. I don't know what that looks like. Like I, I've been married now for w- way over a decade. And I think parts of our, my marriage are just, yeah, we're married. So this is what you do. And so I don't know what that looks like in the future. Mm-hmm. I, I mean, I, I want to have a robust, healthy, uh, loving, amazing relationship with my wife. How do I do that? I got to see it clearly. And I just have all these years and years and years of, well, this is, this will work or just push here 
or go this way and avoid this. If you shut this down now, you'll get your way. And, uh, you know, and, and like I said, it sounds maybe even more vicious out there. It, and I think it is, but it doesn't look that way. If you came to my house, I don't think it would look that way. You go, it oh, man, looks like it? personality quirks. Yes. Yes. Yeah, it really does. And it is how I handle things. I, I, I saw That's what a personality uh, is. I, I took I took <laughs> I took the kids to uh, basketball and I saw all these kids. But of course, I'm looking at my son. All three of our kids play, but. My son, his actions speak a lot to me because I'm understanding more and more. He's just fidgeting and he's doing, he's just, you know, lifting up his feet and kicking his heels into the ground while he's standing there waiting for the basketball. And he's looking around or he's putting his arms behind him. And he, and my whole life, everybody's got, you know, that boy's fidgety. And he, oh man, he just, look at that. I was, you know, oh my God, you just got to have something, got to be doing something. He can't sit still. And I go, wait, this time, because of my brain, I just started thinking, he is handling this fucking outrageously loud gymnasium. He's in fourth grade. He's never been on a basketball team ever before. He, I mean, I, this kid, we just take him here. Here's a whole group. Here, you know, I would be miserable if you told me I had to go hang out with 12 people I don't know and try to be good at a sport I've never played before on a team or anything. And I was like, you know, you're being judged by everybody right. all the time, including the other team, your dad, making a rank and your dad. Is, yeah, it's crazy. Yeah. Your dad's yelling, pass the ball or shoot it. Ike, or, you know, yeah. uh, even though even though I'm being encouraging, there's a uh, there's a weight there to my words. Not to mention and, that terrible sound in the gym with those lights. Oh, God, those the lights. <laughs> and it's the worst place in the world. I mean, the, a gymnasium with those lights are just the way and it's so loud and echoey. It's just miserable. And I was like, he's not fidgeting. He is handling the situation in a way that he's probably almost on autopilot because this is, oh, if I move like this and just kind of, you know, I, at least I'm doing something, I can keep my mind off maybe being nervous or weird or uncomfortable or whatever. And, and so I was like, that's what I'm doing too. Mine though is maybe I tell a joke or maybe I don't tell the whole truth so I don't hurt somebody's feelings or, you know what I mean? Like I, I have workarounds that I've created my own personal fidgets in a way, uh, to handle things. And, and I'm just seeing it more and more, especially even in my kids and everything. And then just the level of influence I have in their life, I just have to take more responsible as a reality creator, which you, that's what I'm saying. You know, that you can impose your reality and others will be in with it. That's what it kind of means to yeah. be a, you know, to have an understanding of your own power that, you know, people have different, maybe you just say intensity level is a good way yeah. to say that. It's not like, accredited power in the universe it's just right people of a certain intensity level will dictate the terms of reality for those around them to whatever degree yeah. so people like you and i try to at least that helps balance because i don't really want to go dominate everything but i always right. do oops yeah. and i go oops right and i don't even know what i'm doing or why i did it and i'm right. sorry i did but it's all eyes on me from here. I don't know what to do next, you know. Yeah. Um, but I caused that to happen somehow. So we got to keep on go keep on right. going, so whichever direction. So you know, it's creating, learning to balance all that is it's weird. I mean, it's weird to have the access to like think about it in that way. But you, but Ike in that gym, he's probably. I mean, that energy level is so high that he feels all of that energy level. It's going, yeah. it's, it's like how, he's pro yeah, he's trying the to process intensity it. is yeah, there, it, yeah, and it's totally. coming, you know, and that's just what, how that responds to that situation. Right. <laughs> and I'll say this, even like, uh, and that's why even going back to, that's why I mentioned Joey, 
I uh, didn't understand that. I mean, we had had, we, all of us had had some issues before everything finally had come to an end. And when Joey had his, you know, uh, mental breakdown um, and I just wanted to, before all of that happened, go back all the way t- from about a year into the podcast, I'd even say, um, you and I knew there were some issues, but, um, we, it's, it's Joey and I, we can just move this podcast this way and that way and this way, and we'll just do this stuff. And so it, we created a reality that worked and was the best we could do. Same as I, I think it's the best we could do. I wasn't, we weren't intentionally being any of us, all, any, no three of us were trying to be mean to each other, whatever I'm seeing now. I could have said things more clearly about how I felt instead of preserving feelings, not hurting feelings, uh, not causing an awkward conversation, uh, avoiding things that don't, that shouldn't be avoided. Um, I could have done those things, but I didn't think highly enough of myself or I was scared. What if it caused a real issue? You know what I mean? Like, yeah. like I, I, what, if, what if I said something and actually in a, in a real moment and you know, and it, it did cause some issue. And, and when I have, I said it in the wrong way or, or out of emotion, as opposed to this is what, this is what I'm really telling you now. And it, you know, or, or what I can hear, what, what am I actually hearing and processing? I think there's a cloud there of. Uh, like with bad Christian podcasts, well, it's our, it's our job and it, and it means a lot and thousands and thousands of people are listening to this and we got an episode we got to do in an interview right now. And, and, and so you don't, you don't stop to go, but we got to do this. And so those things happen. And then after, uh, Joey left the podcast, we didn't know what to do. Like with bad Christian, we didn't know what to do. So we just let stuff happen. We quit promoting the BC club. Uh, we tried to, you know, uh, let everybody know as much as we knew. And that's why I'm saying some of this, I think not only from the challenge, but from that moment, I've been trying to find out who Toby is and why some of the things that he says are true, but he doesn't want to trust himself. He doesn't want to be, uh, upfront or honest because what if some, like I said, what if somebody's feelings get hurt or what if it causes a friendship to end or if somebody doesn't take it the right way? Cause if that's, if that happens, then I blame Toby. I don't ever go, no, Toby, it's okay. This, this, this relationship might come to an end, but it's okay because you are being real right now and, and you're saying the things that you think. And that doesn't mean that I'm even right always. Or I'm not even saying that. But for me, I think from that point, even to now, it, it's, it's funny. I would have thought it would have happened a lot faster. But, I mean, Joey hasn't been on the podcast since 2019. And now we sit here at the, at the end of 2021, and I'm like, oh, Toby, you do have value. You uh, can be loved and you have to communicate. That's what we're talking about in the beginning in a way that shows value to you and the person you're talking with or in relationship with. And then something real will come out of that. And it might not be what you want. It might not be what you want. And, and I mean, yeah. I even, I mean, I, yeah. I, I mean, I had the real thought. I mean, if I go down this path, one day you and I might not be as close. One day me and my wife might not be as close. And if that's the case, that will act. That won't be Toby being overbearing emotionally. It won't be Toby getting his way or creating a reality. It won't be forcing you or pushing you away. Mm-hmm. It'll be oh, that time ended and and it's okay. Yeah. You see what I'm saying? Like I'm I I'm do. not saying that's going to happen, 
Uh, I, I'm not you saying can't, if you can't not let it happen, then it might. Right. Then you're in self-fulfilling prophecy territory. We could we couldn't let bad Christian end in the 2016 un- or 2017. What were yeah, yeah. or, or, or yeah. 2018, 2019? I didn't. I because it. But it means everything. It's our friendship, and everybody knows this. The three buddies, and they're deconstructed. You know, and, I, and and now I'm sitting here and going, "Wait a minute! I have to learn to be okay with this. Is who I am, and if you can't accept it or it doesn't work for you, that's okay too." I was trying to tell you earlier. I've been writing down. I called it my modes to change. <laughs> <laughs> I don't even think that's the right thing. I don't even know what this, this is. I like, like it. but. Uh, the uh, first thing I wrote down on, I'm not going to go through this list. I'll just tell you the first thing I wrote down. Give honesty without expectation of change. Where'd you get that? I just came up with it. I'm sure somebody oh. else came up with it, but that's okay. just the very first thing. I, I Give honesty without expectation of change. So I think that I craft the way I'm going to say something for change, not for me. Or, or, or maybe it is selfish for me. Like, oh, if I can say things a certain way, not lying, not, not, not you know, but set, craft things, I can make things happen the way I think they should. You know what I mean? But in, but in reality, I'm not being completely honest and I'm spending a lot of time crafting a way to talk to this specific person so that this thing that I want to happen or hope can happen will happen. And I'm expecting them to change or to go along with it. And then if they don't, yeah, I can I could build a resentment to them or mistrust, maybe even rightfully oh, so. Yeah, but, yeah, yeah. But do, you, do you know what I'm saying? That same coins. Well, I understand um, um, the the resentment that seems right. And then when you say mistrust, that's that helps me even understand more. Yeah, basically, like like both, and they're not. It could be. One, I'm curious about what causes more one than the other because they're not the same. Because you can mistrust somebody without any resentment, and you can have a lot of resentment for somebody that you don't doubt the yeah. level of trust. I think so. I'm curious. I'm kind of curious about that. But it's obviously the same relationship when uh, with expectations are not met. Is that the outcome? Loss of trust or resentment if you over had expectations, something like that. But yeah. You're definitely on to some something fundamentally mechanical about how yeah. things work there. So that's I, I, I think that I've I have a elementary uh, way or mode of being that goes. If I'm honest with you, then I do expect you to take what I said and then change your reactions, and then our you relationship loaded will, expectations. Yeah, and and I, then I expect our relationship to move forward with this new uh, set of uh, ideas about ourselves. You're probably going to benefit from under noticing where you think of the, of the, I bet the word loyalty, like if you untangle what loyalty means, I bet that'll yeah. be related to that. Oh yeah, I agree. Cause like loyalty and trust, like I think you've right. got to uncouple those two in my opinion is something, yeah. you know, but I think that'd be fascinating to, but I think if I, if I tell the truth about me or the way I'm feeling, regardless of if it's right or wrong, I'm saying, it is true if I tell you, man, I think you're being a fucking asshole. Uh-huh. I might be wrong about that, right? I might be wrong. Like, you're not being that. Or, or you're just saying, Toby, you know, uh, don't, don't, uh, uh, I'm trying to think of a funny example. Don't uh, hold a lighter next to diesel fuel like I did at the bus that time, right? Mm-hmm. Like, I wasn't really mad that time. But I, I will say, I was like, oh, the, in that moment, I'll even say this. In that moment, I think that that memory sticks to me because I thought my good time buddy 
I thought he would th- think this is funny. And he went the other way that I was, I was the one that I always tell Matt, he's dangerous. Uh-huh. I always tell Matt, this is a stupid one. That's going to do something and hurt himself. Or And now the one time that I do something, he got, he turns on me and, and uh, it wasn't that deep. I don't, <laughs> I, I, maybe I'm exaggerating a little bit, but I'm just saying, if you took that in another situation or something, that was a funny one. But the idea there would be, I don't need to expect you like whatever your reaction was, I need to understand that that is your reaction. And it, I don't have to take that as an, as uh, uh, a part of my identity. I take on those things uh, as my identity. And then I go, then I'll, Oh wait, if that happens a few times, I don't trust Matt anymore. I'm not going to, I'm not going to goof around with Matt because he's, I can't trust him or something like that. Or I, or I, I don't, I don't want to be that way. I, I don't want to be in a way. I think, Oh, I, I thought I was being, vulnerable to show out or cut up or be funny. And then all of a sudden that got turned against me mm-hmm. where I'm a bad guy where I almost killed us. Now I'd maybe almost did. And that's not good. You know what I mean? Like, like hold it. Like I, I might. So I'm saying I, I might be right in my feelings, but they might not be right about the moment. But I, mm-hmm. but I'm tell I can tell you the truth. I'm really upset at my son. I'm really upset with you. Or, or I, uh, I could say Ike, I am very frustrated. I don't think you're trying and I'm trying to help you. And so I need for us both to understand what we're doing here and why, so that we can move forward. If you don't want to do your math and you choose to fail, okay, that's not a reflection on me as a bad parent or anything. I'm going to be here and do the best I can, but I, and I want you to know, I love you and I want you to do good because you need to, this is the, these are the rules. You got to go to school and get through your school, but I want you to know I'm here and this is why I'm frustrated now. And you talk to me and then we, maybe we can move forward in a way where we at least understand each other as opposed to just start smashing skulls, you know, and resentment and all that stuff. Because that's that's the way it happens. One day that's when it happens to kids and it happens. Sometimes those parents are able to project that at at like age four, five, six, seven, third grade homework. And and then you get that, that collision. And then for sure, you now have a bad relationship and they hate math forever. Right. So you can, <laughs> so it's like to be able to navigate out of that is so good. It's so good. Right. And it's just so hard. I mean, the, the, the weight of all the years you've lived are, are just so accessible and the negative is so is the most accessible. You can, uh, you can just grab hold of something. Neg- I mean, that's why a uh, hundred people, a hundred people yeah. can say you look great. And one person goes, ah, I don't really like your shirt. That's the only one you remember. Your kids can make all A's, but they do a D in math and you go, well, what are you doing? But I mean, they did great in everything. And the only thing you focus on is the one thing where there's like, yeah, this is really hard. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. Can't you spend some more time working on me with, or uh, yeah, I screwed up, but I did really good in uh, every other thing, you know, and I just, I, I want to latch on to some of those positive things and, and grow from those, but also realize why I'm feeling the way I'm feeling. And then when it, when I can't stop it, when I can't stop the wave, go, hey, I'm really sorry. I know that wave crashed into you. I am trying to change it. And the reason it crashed into you is because this is the way I feel. Mm-hmm. Right or wrong, this is the way I feel. So I'm giving you that, right or wrong. It's embarrassing. It's embarrassing. What I, you know, I raise my voice at my son, and why? That's super embarrassing. And I, I mean, I just okay. I'll add one more thing. There's more to the story, but. I I went to him and apologized and it just was, it was unbelievably emotional. It felt like a, uh, it felt like a wave crashing into me because I was like, this is a moment where I know that my son knows I love him. 
he understands what was happening and why I was upset and also knows that I'd love him. And wow. that felt like a big. Uh, so you felt understood. That's the emotional part. You felt understood by him, which you weren't expecting. Right. Wow. That's right. kind of sweet. I thought my apology would just be, yeah, yeah, I understand. It's like fine. a duty yeah, whatever, of but, the father you thought yeah. you were doing, but he, you had a right. connection moment with him who understood yes. you. Yes. It wasn't, let me teach you that even adults need to apologize. Sometimes. It was not right. that. It right. was, we had a conversation wow. on a very deep level. Wow. Not even, you know, that's not huge even, for him. You know, that's got to be super I huge. I hope so, him. but. We'll see. I mean, like that. I mean, don't worry about that. You just worry yeah. about. It. But you know what I mean. Like, yeah, yeah. Th- I can see that from the outside that that's got to be huge for him. So that's pretty. Yeah, it's pretty awesome. Oh. All this coming from uh, how, what did we start on? Marriage supply. Hey, I, I, I have. Dildos, I have a confe- deconstruction I, dildos at dot com. Well, I have a confession. We don't even believe in marriage anymore. You know, man. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's all stemmed from me trying to get into an open marriage. Yeah. Good lord, no. good lord, that'd be awful. Um, I. I told you I bought a bunch of products from Marriage Supply. Do you know the one thing we did not have on Marriage Supply? We still don't until it comes in. What? Dildos. <laughs> we have vibrators. We got cock rings. We I, got I just think of vibrator and dildo as the same because I know. Vibrate, but. but we did not have a dildo. So I was like, you know what? It'd be nice to kind of have a dildo on there. At least one. Let's just see if people <laughs> want them or whatever. So they're going to be. Always, uh, well, I always say that. Like, it's a dildo shop is how I think dildo is a great as word. a cartoon. Like yeah. it's a di- like that's the funniest way I can think about something called marriage supply. Is yeah. it's a dildo shop. Somebody else said cock shop. Dildo is the funny word to me. Dildo is great. So yeah, you need to feature it more in the. It's inventory. really it's it's actually a positive word. That's why I don't understand why people call you a dildo. That's it's bad. Just, I mean, it I does know. great things for you. A lot of people. So anyway, yes. all right. So this is, but I want people out there to know that I talked about this and I'm doing this. Only because we're sitting here, I'm talking to you, Matt. But this either has to change, or I'm I'm not real, or something like I, yeah. this is, or I'm I, or I'm very selfish. This is a real moment, crux moment of my life that I did not see coming at all, at fucking all. I was caught off guard by this, and there's way more to the story. Like you can't believe. Like I'm standing in my kitchen sobbing when I'm supposed <laughs> to walk. So I'm supposed to walk around the corner to eat dinner, and I'm standing hot hidden because it's like everybody's gonna go, "What the hell is wrong uh, with Dad?" And it caught me off. I mean, there's way more to this story, and I will. It's a lot of. It uh, it's future. just a prayer request. A lot of unspokens. Right. It's fine. Yeah, 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 yeah. Just keep me in your prayers <laughs> if you don't mind. There's a lot of unspokens going on. But I, this is a moment where I can choose to change and grow or not, and both will keep moving forward. But my life will look drastically different, whichever path I end up taking. And so that that at least feels good. I know where I stand right now. The two roads diverge in the wood. Uh, I know where I'm standing right now. That's and cool. if I choose one, then that means I actually chose it, even if it's the worst one. Even if that leads me to divorce and no friends and everything, I know that I am moving. I move that myself <laughs> that way. Okay, you got. I'm just gonna pinpoint you right there as fundamental okay. and foundational. But that is the existentialist philosopher Sartre. That's it. That's his thing. What you you have it like you are him. That's what Damn. that is. So you, I know you didn't pay attention when we took existentialism no. class. How yeah, many years was ago a, was that? Oh God, that was ninety nine. 
Yeah, 98, I think, 99, 98, yeah. 99, yeah. Try, get, go see if you can get an overview of Sartre and see, are yeah. you not all over it now? <laughs> I thought that was just one of those new fake sugars. <laughs> but that's Sartre in my coffee. <laughs> yeah, it is crazy. you got to think that's so crazy. Yeah, but, yeah. I don't know. I, I'll check it out. Sartre, I'll do it. So, Jean-Paul Sartre, the French existentialist philosopher. For- Shit. Those French, man, they know about emotions. They know about your brain, don't they? No, it's really about that you choose you the take making the choice. The oh yeah, that choice being inexplicably yours and yours only. Like, it's, right. I do it, want that ownership, or at least recognize that I have I have potential for the ownership. Uh, that was awesome. I mean, I just enjoy it. it's such a good a bad Christian update. Anyway, we just need to put that all out. So this okay. is today's Monday episode, but it'll come out on Wednesday also. And the clubbers the knuckle breakers the larger set of people that we're trying to align with the dildo yeah. shop and the memberships and the podcast and the music all here together we're trying to get this thing aligned and of course it comes out of the people me and toby trying to be real or transparent we have that drive i mean i can't help it so if i find out right. i'm not real then i had to that right I, I got you know so i'll, I'll we got to keep going there so that's figuring out everything we do you know and kind of in front of people which has always kind of been what this podcast kind of is so um this will help i think everybody understand brand transitions is there do you have any other thoughts on that like we're not getting rid of bad christian i think some people think that no no we're not getting rid of bad christian that's what i'm saying we just we, had to redefine we've just been floating in a cloud really for a little is. while yeah trying to figure out what it actually is and why do i do it and what why do people listen and why do why are people in the club and all that stuff and i think that we are realizing the value of it and what is real about it. And then we can move forward. Like we know, we'll know where we stand. And so we didn't get rid of bad Christian or end it because it, we knew through, even through all the cloudy mess that it means something. And we just got to figure out what that means. And so we're not ending bad Christian. In fact, I think it might even be better than ever because it's going to know what it is. Cause once yeah. Joey left, we didn't know what we were. I mean, that's my best friend and he's gone and we don't talk anymore. And I'm supposed to wait, keep going with this thing, but we started with him. Yeah, I mean, you know, I mean, that that was just uh, that was honestly, it was just awful. It was just awful doing episodes and there's no Joey or or I didn't even know what was going to happen with Joey or anything. And then moving on from there would definitely know Joey that that was really hard. And so now we realize or at least we're starting to realize, at least I am, that the, the the value is really deep for me. And that's why I can say I want to continue it. I think it is valuable to me. And then if it's valuable to somebody else, okay, I'm not expecting more listeners. I'm not expecting people to stay in the club. I'm not expecting anything, but the bad Christian is going to move forward because I think it is valuable. And if it's valuable to me, it might be valuable to somebody else. That's what I'm saying. It has to be, I I mean, I don't know what it exactly is. I have a a million pages of language and drawings of what I think bad Christian kind of is, but this it's, it's similar to this wherever territory we're in. So we need to try to boil that down a little bit farther, but it is people. It is people's deconstruction journeys to some degree. Like when you said that Craig Gross episode was what it's kind of supposed to be yeah. in some ways, and like also it's opting at like it's trying to become more self aware so you can yeah. make your own choices at it, from where you come from, which was church evangelicalism. But it's bigger than that. Yeah. So whatever's bigger than that that includes institutions and your own self there's a some transcendent element to it where you're trying to break out of right something and and whatever that is that that's what bad christian needs to continue to do well 
you know. Yeah, I think that we in pursuit of reality, I, even if it's uncomfortable, like something like that. I'll say that I think we had a real problem with not realizing that we were being prescriptive in, in the yeah, earlier episodes. Yeah, yeah, like we yeah, were, we were we were crafting a narrative of what and and you and I are always against the system. We never trust the system. We are DIY. If yeah. you if this company can do it like this, look what we can do. You know, every, everybody else has a bus. We'll buy an old bus and fix it up and do it ourselves. Or, you know, like when we first started touring, we bought a school bus. And all that. I mean, we always push against what the norm is and all that. And so then we did that, I think, with church without really saying what, what you know, we could escape with. Yeah, we, we are Christians, but don't do this or don't do that or be a Christian this way. or whatever. And now I'm like, ah, I, I don't want to prescribe anything to you. I want to tell you, I, I want to, like when you, when you mentioned Craig Gross, I want to have people on like Craig Gross who are reconstructing or deconstructing or changing, and you can listen and take what you want from it. And you can think the whole thing is wonderful, or you think the whole thing is not wonderful. You can think whatever you want. I'm not going to prescribe anything for you. I'm going to show you what pe- what it looks like for people to change, because that's what we all have to do. I show have you to what change it looks right like. now. Show you, yeah, what it looks like. Yes, for people to change. Write that down. Right. That's it. You got it. And and then you can because you're smart. Not you're good. You how and, to and you change. have value. Yeah, <laughs> yes, I'm not telling you how to change. You have value, and you can. You're standing at that line. You know, d- divergence in the wood, in the woods, and yeah. you can you can go whichever way you want to. I'm not going to prescribe that this is the way a Christian should be. You know what a church should be? Man, it's just about love, and it's about you know, man, the sacraments, and the, yeah, but not the stuff about you know, gay being wrong. And uh, hold on. What is it really? Like, it's not just a list of rules. Like, who are you? What? It, why, why are these people changing? Why Why are so many people that grew up staunchly Christian and in Christian bands and in the Christian world changing their minds about things? And and even now that they're changing, you know, maybe that's not even good. I don't even know. I, I don't. I'm. It's, it's funny that we're the bad Christian podcast. It's almost like the good and bad change podcast. Almost <laughs> like, you know what I mean? Like there's good and bad to it. And you just got to navigate that, but you got to have your your self worth and uh, a a foundation of you are worth changing and telling your truth, even if it's wrong, is okay. But the only way I'll say this other tie into on if it's yeah. if you're going to show people what change is looking like without judgment, like good or bad, like just exploring it to see it. Um, the only way to do that is like from a curious point of view. So it's not like to make a show for yeah. people. It's like you have to engage it or whatever right. and i did, and you made that light bulb logo the other day we were tossing around logos and you said it, uh be, uh it was like bad christian it had a light bulb and it's like that's definitely close to what it is because when you're curious or engaged whatever you have those breakthroughs the light bulbs and the stuff like it just happens you don't get to right. choose when um but i was i think the curiosity is part of it. i was i, I, I like agree. to say bc positive be curious will make you a bad like if you are curious you are a bad christian you know if you just right. ask the fucking questions Right to yourself and to the pastor and to the fucking government guy and the, anybody. Act, go ahead. Right. You're cur- you're confused. You're curious. Ask your question. Right. That's that'll make you a bad Christian or bad student or bad what bad husband. If you if you that, nobody wants you to. You know right. yourself. Your ego doesn't want you to ask that question either. It doesn't want you to. Yeah. I know. So, I'll say this last. You're exactly right, man. That is so true. And I have a perfect example of that. I was in. Uh, my sophomore year of college and I was taking this English class and we read, uh, Robert Frost's stopping by the woods on a snowy evening. And I, uh, the teacher was like, well, this is what this, the professor was like, this is what this poem is about. And it's this, this, and this, and da, da, da. And then she said, uh, or first she said, what do you, she, she gave a little bit about 
the background and why and the imagery and stuff like that. And she said, what do you guys think about this? Or no, I'm sorry. She didn't ask that. She told us what the poem was about and it was just like to get it done. I raised my hand. I said, I, I kind of think that he might be talking about suicide here. He's stopping by the woods and they're lovely, dark and deep, but I have promises to keep. Why did, why was he looking into that darkness? Why was he drawn to it? Why did wow. he want to go there? And I said, I think that maybe he was thinking about his own mortality and maybe well, he has promises to keep, but man, wouldn't it be a relief to get rid of those promises and, and not to exist That's maybe. Or to, and she said, no, uh-huh. What are you talking? She's like, what are you on suicide? No way. Now, maybe she's right. I still don't know. I don't know if that, if anybody, maybe that's a popular thought or not. I have no idea, but I can say that even if I'm wrong, it was my thoughts. And I'm, I was presenting something to an authority in a way. And she got flustered because my question meant it, it had enough weight to it that it meant, wait a minute. She couldn't just move on with to the next thing. You had to sit there with it for a little bit and stew on it and think about it. And she got flustered, laughed at me, kind of got a little frustrated and said, no, no, we're moving on. And so, you know, if you get somebody in that situation, you might be on to something. And that's what bad Christian is. <laughs> we're going to raise some questions and get other people flustered and they're going to want to move on from it. You know, you got something and yeah. that might be your faith. That might be your politics. That might be the your COVID, whatever it might be, but we're going to hold on to that with bad Christian. And then the big show is I want to have some fucking fun. Yeah. I want to cut up with my buddies, talk about music and on life and whatever else we can do and cut up. And so there will be, you know, a kind of a split there, but that, that, uh, it's good. It's going to be good. Well, um, good so let's just too. go ahead then. And this is a really good dump for everything. So BC club, uh, or knuckle breakers listening, whatever groups you're in or whatever, what, what are we really talking about here? Help us. What are we really doing? What is this really? I don't want to hear complaining about shit or something right? Like, or what it used to be or anything like that, but let's move forward. Right. What does it look like? Yeah. You know, don't hurt my feelings. Just, yeah. this is where we are. What be should honest. we do? Yeah. Be honest. And this, and it, I'm glad you asked that to the community because that is what this really is. I don't want it just to be, it's not good if it's led by Matt and Toby and we, we dictate it. That's not what we're trying to do. Just trying to create a, an, we are helping to create an environment, but that environment is uh, relies on everybody Where do we contributing. Go? Yeah, everybody look, contributing. What does it look like? Is what I'm asking to yeah. show people what <laughs> I'm trying to connect it to your phrase. What does it look? What does it actually look like for this podcast to show people what change looks like? That's the yep. question. Yeah. What, what What does that look like? Please give us your thoughts there.